Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are gathering in the name of Jesus Christ on the first day of the week to prepare the coming week, Lord, so that we may be able to worship you in our daily life, in spirit and in life, Lord. Father, we are ready to receive your precious word. We believe all your words are spirit and life, Lord. We want to feel your words in our heart so that we may be able to overcome the world through the power of your words, Lord. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, uh, let me read the book of Psalm chapter 90, okay, related to today's sermon. There's a prayer of Moses, okay, the man of God. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever, thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, you children of man. For a thousand years in thy sight about as yesterday, when it is perished, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with the flood. They are as asleep. In the morning they are like grass which grows up. In the morning it flourishes and grows up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are three score years and ten, and if thy by reason of strength they be four score years, Yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knows the power of thine anger, even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? And let us repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us only with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, and the years wherein we have sinned evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto their children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yeah, the work of our hands establish thou it. Okay, main scripture today related to Psalm is Psalm chapter 39 verse 1 through 13.
his prayer with King David and also his confession when he was going to finish his life he received the wisdom of God okay chapter 39 now let me read it for you okay I said I will take uh, take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me I was dumb with silence I held my peace even from good and my sorrow was stirred my heart was not within me while I was musing as the fire burned then speak I with my tongue Lord make me to know mine end and the measure of my days what is it what it is that I may know how frail I am behold thou hast made my days as an hand breath and mine age is as nothing before thee verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity seller surely every man worketh in a vain shoe surely they are disquieted in vain he heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them and now lord what wait i for my hope is in thee deliver me from all my transgressions make me not at the reproach of the foolish I was dumb, I opened not my mouth, because thou didst it. Remove thy stroke away from me, I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou with rebukes, adduce correct man for iniquity, thou makes his beauty to consume away like a moth, Surely every man is vanity seller. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hold not thy peace up at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee, and a sojourner as all my fathers were. Amen. How you feel, you know, when you heard, you know, the prayer with David? I hope all this prayer, you know, already is just put in your heart. Now today's the subject of the word. Are you dwelling in the world or sojourning here? That means what? Dwelling means, you know, just like live in the earth as the earth is the home. A sojourn. Sojourn means kind of stranger. Sojourn means kind of tra uh, traveling mode. You know, that means uh, just, you know, traveling some 70, 80 years and ready to, you know, return home in heaven. 
The Bible says, you know, when we believe in Jesus Christ, you know, born again of the Holy Spirit, our spirit is already sitting at the right hand side of God with Jesus Christ. That's why whosoever born of the Holy Spirit always think about heavenly dwelling place. That is, you know, New Jerusalem. Yeah, David, king of Israel, lived a life of supreme status. Yeah. You know, it's more than present America, you know, at the time. Ruling over the Gentile nations at the time. However, when he was enjoying the glory, he forgot the Lord who raised him up and sinned against God committing adultery and murder. And one time sin brought about great disasters in his whole life. After he had sinned, when the prophet Nathan came to him and told how great his sin was, he realized finally he had sinned and confessed before God. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, Thou desirest truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. He believed in the future when Messiah come, through his blood, his sins shall be shall be cleansed. He understood in the Holy Spirit. His prayer, as revealed in the text passage we already read, given to us today, reveals how short the life of those who live in the world. When he was old and weak, so that he was about to leave the world, this is the final confession of the prayer before God. Listen very carefully. Behold, thou hast made my days as an hand breath. A 70, 80, even 100 years, you know. Got a hand breath compared to eternal God. And mine age is as nothing before thee. Yes, right. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Yeah. Surely every man works in a vain shoe. Surely they are disquieted in vain when they die, right? He heaps, heapeth up riches, or a lot of money, right? And knows not who shall gather them. After they die, they don't know who gonna get them. People living in the world now know about this fact. Know about this fact. Some people have said that life is short and art is long. It also sometimes referred to as even nothing from the birth and nothing we cannot take when he die. In other words, we know that we cannot take anything when we die, but knowing and understanding 
is uh, quite different between heaven and earth. Yeah, knowing, knowledge, and understanding, total different concept. Not knowing is knowledge in in the head, okay. But understanding is in the heart. All right, that's the difference. If you do not end up with knowing this truth, but understanding it, then our understanding is to be clearly revealed in our life. Yeah, really understand life is short. Right? Then try to find out what is they're supposed to do, that we are supposed to do. This is wisdom. King David, who understood this truth, not only know, knew, but understood this truth, confessed that his life was no longer life in the world, but a stranger and sojourner with the Lord. Yes, from the time he put his hope towards seeing the Lord in heaven. As David understood the truth, in the world, he lived like a foreigner, stranger, sojourner, who traveled for a while before he went to heaven. And the fact that he was a sojourner for a while before he see the Lord God. But the Bible says that a man who knows but does not understand is like a beast that perishes. Bible says like this, Nevertheless, man being in honor abides not. He is like the beasts that perish. This, their ways is their folly. Yet their pros, uh, uh, posterity approve their saying, Seller. Like sheep, they are laid in the grave. Death shall feed on them. And the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning, and their beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me, receive me, seller. Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. For when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though while live, he blessed his soul, and the man will praise thee when thou dost well to thyself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see light Man that is in honor and understands not is like the beast that perish. Yeah, what's the difference between man and beast? Just as a beast, you know, better than man. They never smoke, they never take a drug, they never, you know, homosexual. Yeah. But man does, even though created, you know, in the image of God, like in of God, right? Oh, yes. King David, who understood the truth, confessed to God about his life after he understood it. And now, Lord, 
what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I was dumb. I opened not my mouth, because thou didst it. Remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou with rebukes, dost correct man for iniquity, thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth. Surely every man is vanity. Shall I be doubt? Without the Lord, and you know, every man is in vanity. If you read the book of Ecclesiastes, you know you can find out. That is correct. The person who understands this truth will look forward to the day when he will stand before God in the near future, and will focus on everything that appears at the time in purity, even when suffering or difficulty comes. It is another struggle to escape from it, but rather consider it as the hand of God to cleanse himself, confessing his sins before God and using all his might to become an honest person before God. And this is the reason we have to rejoice always, whether good or bad. King David gave a prayer of confession before God about what he was waiting for. He said, For man which are thy hand. Although that means, you know, God sometimes, you know, discipline his people with the hands of Gentiles, hands of people. For man of the world, which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fills with thy hid treasure, they are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to their babies. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Uh, even non-Christians, non-Christians, they have a lot in the world, 70, 80, even 100 years. Yes, they can enjoy but everlasting, they cannot enjoy themselves anymore. Their lot is finished. But our lot is not here in the world. Even though we are not in good condition, financially, physically, yeah, for the sake of the Lord, but we will rejoice forever with the Lord. If you understand this, you are blessed people. That is correct. He looked forward to the day of resurrection in the future, and then he lived with a strong desire to resurrect in the, in the same image as the Lord Jesus. He knew in advance that Christ, who will save his soul in the future through the Holy Spirit, will appear in this world. He also knew the Christ will die for sin of the world and be buried and be raised on the third day. Apostle Matthew testified of the resurrection of many Old Testament saints, I think including King David, as he hoped for. Yeah, it's a testimony. Listen very carefully testimony what happened. Jesus, 
when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to, to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept around, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city in Jerusalem, and appeared unto many. Now, when the centurion is in you know, a Roman soldier, right? And they that were with him, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. They believed Jesus as the Son of a God. John the Apostle, who lived denying himself and endured all the sufferings by looking for King David's wishes, testified of what will Christians ought to do before meeting the Lord in the future. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the Son of God, sons of God. Therefore, the world knows us not, because it knew him not. If they don't know Jesus, they cannot know us. Behold, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear in the air, right? We shall be like him, like Jesus. Can you believe it? For we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself. Yeah, all thing we have to do, purify ourselves, confessing our sins, you know, cleansed by the world is in the words of God continually. Even as he is pure, Jesus is pure, no sin. Whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law. For sin is a transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Whosoever abides in him, sin is not. Whosoever sins has not seen him, neither known him. If somebody sinned, he doesn't know Jesus. If they know Jesus, you know, no sin. Apostle Paul also witnessed how Christians in the church of God are to be cleansed and prepared a clean linen as the bride of Christ. Yeah, that's the reason we're still alive still traveling in the world, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. You know, in the words of God, a lot of living waters, right? When we read and hear the words of God, we find out, oh, it's, my life is against the words of God. Think, confess. Then he cleans our sins, transmit, you know, transgressions, iniquities, with the living water in the words of God. that he might present it, present the church, us, right, to himself, a glorious church, not having spot 
or wrinkle or any such thing should be clean. But that it should be holy and without blemish. You know, wedding gown should be clean, right? Without dot. Nothing. Same thing. We have to clean when we meet the Lord, when you appear in the earth, anytime, even today, tomorrow, I don't know. Abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Even our body should be clean. Not only spirit and soul. Faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. Whosoever born again Christian to be children of God, whether they want or not, God will make them blemish before the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the reason, you know, that's why many children of God, you know, chastened, disciplined by the Lord. That's the reason. That's why we praise the Lord all the time. That is correct. God is working in our lives to prepare our spirit and pure spirit and soul and a body to be clean, bright before Him through His discipline and repentance, so that His children may remain pure in the world. It should not be forgotten. It is very reason why. We should be thankful for everything. I bless all of you. Understand today's message. Please read this message again and again. Hear again and again, please. Somebody says, you know, when ten times heard the message, oh, then, hundred percent is hard. Somebody testifies saying that. I bless all of you understand his word not to be a beast that perish in the hell in the name of Lord Jesus Christ Amen